Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So about Michael Jordan, how you gonna hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Alrighty, welcome back to the Basketball Addicts. Where we left off before, we were talking about um, number six on our top ten of the 2000s list. Um, so one thing I did want to say that wasn't mentioned before is that the 2000 to 2001 Sacramento Kings got robbed of NBA championship. Mike W. Schoenfeld, <laughs> Chris Bepper is awesome. Pedro Stoykiakovic is the true stretch big. <laughs> Doug Christie is that guy. Uh, white chocolate is even better. Um, just had to go out and put that out there. The 2000 2001 uh, Lakers had everybody on their team. So, I mean, damn, they had an old Carl Malone. They had a Gary Payton. I mean, come on now, guys. Anyway, back to it. I should have known. I should have known. I should have known. In the oh, words of yep, Kendrick I... Perkins, carry on. Go ahead, Jason. <laughs> carry on my way. Now that's going to be stuck in my head. The whole podcast. <laughs> All right. Who could possibly be in front of Allen Iverson, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett? We're talking about peak here. Now, if you remember peak from the 2000s, Dwayne Wade. The Flash. When he went on that title run and took an older Shaq through the playoffs. I mean, he's peaking out around 30 points per game. This guy was special. It was okay. I mean, you don't even have to watch basketball. If you watch him at his prime for like three minutes, you'll be like, oh my gosh, this guy is ridiculous. I mean, he was literally ridiculous. I mean, in the finals, in the finals, he averaged 34.7 points per game. <coughs> Sorry, eight rebounds and four assists. Oh my goodness, those stats are so good. I was literally choking. I mean, literally, he is amazing. Amazing. This guy is six foot four, is not a point guard, but has good passing ability for a shooting guard. Right? I mean, he is, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure people, I'm surprised people don't think about this because when people think about Michael Jordan, they're like, oh, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. That's the comparison. Kobe Bryant emulated Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant's the same height. Kobe Bryant doesn't have the hops Michael Jordan has. No, 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 no. He doesn't have the athleticism. But you know who who might be a bike? Michael Jordan was 6'4". He would look like Dwayne Wade. Freaky athlete. Yeah. You know, finish on everybody. 
phenomenal defender. Isn't he like the 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 blocks leader for like under six foot five guys or something <laughs> ridiculous like that? Yeah, like he was he was a force on the defensive end. Played both sides. Is just like that killer mentality. Like D Wade, and when he was young in his prime, he wanted to kill everybody. Okay, he was coming for everybody's heads. And the same flaws. Neither one could shoot the three very well. But both had a mid range. I mean. Wade had a Euro, but you know, like athletically, the profiles are pretty similar. And I just compared somebody athletically to Michael Jordan, but it, it's it's there. I mean, I even think he had the same trainer as Michael Jordan. So uh, it's it's amazing. Dwayne Wade is what if story. I mean, his sadly injuries took that guy away from uh, what could have been an, a much more uh, recognized career long term. But he he was a special player and at a peak. So yeah, let's talk about him. Here you go. Number five. Number five, Dwayne Wade. Oh, man, you got to talk about the 2000, 2006, 2005, 2006 finals MVP, Dwayne Wade. If you're going to talk about Dwayne Wade, and then you can talk about the right. 2012, 2013, Dwayne Wade with LeBron James. Oh, man, those are mm-hmm. great years. Um, Dwayne Wade, the Flash. I mean, talking about killing somebody with quickness, athleticism, and scoring ability. It's like a triple threat combo. Like, I remember mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade is the one player <laughs> who would consistently beat LeBron's teams. Consistently. Right. Consistently. No matter every time mm-hmm. they played, he always mm-hmm. beat LeBron. Every right. time they played. It's so weird. It's just to for him to be... And for you to compare Dwayne Wade to Michael Jordan, that says something for one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's there though. I mean, because Mike was a athletic god. Like it was just ridiculous mm-hmm. how athletic he was. And Dwayne Wade the same way. I mean, he used to dunk on like the bigger guys and block. He used to block the bigger guys. Like he was just right. I don't even know. He's just. You remember that dunk on Farrell where he ended his life? Yeah, oh, <laughs> he dunked on Farrell like. That that Dwayne, young Dwayne Wade was this very guy's special. Special, very special. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that and you think about that peak. I mean, I I feel like that peak's better than peak Tim Duncan, peak Kevin Garnett. Like it's this things that he was able to do in that finals run that none of those guys could have done. And so I, uh, yeah, pretty special. He's he's special, and I I I yeah. I'm so glad we have him five, and the, here comes number four. Oh my goodness, people must be wondering who in the world we have four. Somebody's ahead of all of these guys. Mm. Do you want to talk about this guy first or me? You announced him, I'll talk about him. Here we go. We're going with Mr. Underrated of the podcast, mm. Tracy McGrady. I'm not talking about Peak again. So this is another guy that's riddled by injuries. But, I mean, by the time the guy is 21, he's dropping 26. Okay? (laughs) By the time he's 23, he's dropping 32. Okay? Yeah. In Orlando, he's ridiculous. He's bouncy. I mean, in Houston, he's dropping 25, 24. Like, he's starting to hit the hill with his injuries. You know, he's playing in China by 33. That's how injury-prone this guy was. That's how bad his knees were. That was bad. I mean, this guy, yeah, this guy's his peak. I mean, 
he's also averaging like five assists. Like what? How? What the? What is going on? I mean, three level score. You told me not to really describe him, so I'm gonna let you go first, and I'm gonna kind of be like the little bit of your your your, your Anthony Davis to your LeBron James on this one. Ah, thanks. Go. I appreciate that. I appreciate that comparison. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about T Mac. We're talking about mm-hmm. if you're gonna talk about T Mac, especially in the 2000s, you have to first mention Raptors T Mac. Then you have to throw in right. Magic T Mac. Then you have to end it off with mm-hmm. Rockets T Mac. So T Mac for the Raptors was the peanut butter to Vince Carter's jelly. They were right. two very similar scores, but they really were athletic and explosive together. They were really like the yes. first like true athletically dynamic duo. Like they were both could score from anywhere on the floor. They're both all over the place. I mean, like that duo was something special. And it probably could have became something special had they not wished to go in on Vince Carter and keep two stars. But anyway, he got shipped I gotta- off. I got a better athletic duo, Elgin Baylor and Will Chamberlain. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. He is not athletic. Please don't do that. <laughs> I literally have been gritting for like 30 seconds. This joke, right? <laughs> you keep it going. But like, these are two really super athletic guys. Then he gets shipped yep. off to Orlando. And... Everybody's thinking, oh, what's T Mac going to do? Like, he's, you know, we got to, where is we going to see from him? We're seeing Vince Carter excel, but like, what is T Mac going to do? T Mac shows you what he's going to do. He takes that Orlando team, makes it his own team. He, he definitely doesn't get right. very far because he starts to pitch those injuries. It starts to, mm-hmm. you know, falter a little bit, but still at the same token, you're watching greatness. You're watching mm-hmm. un- uh, the most underappreciated, underrated score. Of his time, you're just watching that. You're just watching that unfold because people don't believe in him, but they start right. to believe, and you know why? Boy. With, I think it was he scored 12 points in seven seconds or something like that against the Spurs. Like, yes, ridiculous, ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. When he was on the Rockets, ridiculous, ridiculous. It's just. That man deserves the flowers. I understand that he got really injured, and then he was like, we started thinking, where did T-Mac go? And then he ends up in China. But mm. just, if he could have stayed healthy, the type of player wow. and legacy that he would have left. Right. He's yes. a great, he's like one of the greatest what-if stories, because you just don't know. Right. The what-if stories are wrong. I mean, you have Bill Walton. T-Mac would 21-0 Bill Walton. It would Easy. be like, oh my god, it'd be laughable. It would be, oh my gosh, that would be terrible for Bill Walton. Um, yeah, I'm about to. Uh, this is this is why we have this podcast. There are people that are forgotten, mm. that are underrated by because people watch the regular NBA media and they follow the biggest teams with the biggest stars, right? You know, this is the Walt Bellamy's. This is the Dave Bings. This is the Pete Maravich's. This is uh, the Alex Englishes. Dolph Shays. Right. I mean, this is those guys that are slept on at their peak. And this guy at his peak is shooting 
the three-point shot at a ridiculous 38.6% when he was 23 in the in this era with a mid-range game with a turn around one shoulder and shoot game he has that dribble hazy pull up that he loved oh on top of that he's ridiculously bouncy like finish on anybody anybody i literally just described literally the ultimate it's it's literally it's it's a better it, it, he could have been one of the greatest top 5 scorers of all time and yeah i can't believe i'm about to say this but he could have been close with you know how I view Kevin Durant the greatest scorer of all time. It would have been close with these two. It would have been close because he is getting hurt with his knee injuries at like twenty five. Chris, twenty five. We're talking about a guy who we have number four in the decade because of what he did from eighteen to twenty four. This would be like if Luka Doncic got injured at twenty four. This would be like. Magic Johnson. This is this guy would have been one of the goats. It would have been like wow, Kobe or T Mac for that era. It would have been like uh, I probably would have went T Mac. I mean, I, I don't. I'm scared of what he would have been at 28 if he would have been to keep up to his athleticism. Yeah, would he have been averaging 35, 36 points per game? Like it's, 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 it's ridiculous, Chris. This guy is, especially with that passing ability too, and he's a good defender. I mean, I, I just to make sure I wasn't tripping, I you know I looked at it, see if anybody said anything. Kobe Bryant literally said he could do everything I do could do, but he was taller. So if you don't believe me, believe in Kobe Bryant because you know he knows way more. Sorry, you know we we know basketball. We don't know basketball like Kobe Bryant does. Yeah, no one knows the basketball okay. like Kobe Bryant is. This is a huge, misunderstood what if story. Oh my gosh, this guy is underrated. Because mm-hmm. when we think about small fours from that era, it's like LeBron, Carmelo. No, do not. You can't. Melo is not in the same category as this guy. This guy is a top. This peak, him at 24, I would say top five small forward of all time at his peak. Mm-hmm. I just said that. It would be like LeBron, Larry Bird, Kevin Durant, Dr. J, and he'd be in that mix. I'd have rather have him than Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Some people said he was the number two best player in the league. I just said he's better than Kawhi. Kawhi can't do what he can do offensively. He's not going to be as much better defender as Kawhi, but he's the same mid-range shooter. He's a better scorer from inside, and he's a better shooter from three. When he was 25... Kawhi Leonard was the, was literally guarding LeBron James and averaging like 16 points per game when he was 25. This is how ridiculous this guy is. He yeah. is an enigma. It, 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 I thought it would be like, oh, when we do these podcasts, the m- biggest what-if stories could be Penny Hardaway. He was phenomenal. But he's no Tracy McGrady. Okay, mm-hmm. this, this guy is transcendent. He could have been the GOAT, Chris. If he would have had rings with yeah. the score, I'm just going to say it. He, it would have been like, oh my gosh, LeBron and Trey T Mac. It would have been like LeBron, T Mac, Kobe, Shaq. He's, he's in that tier. You know what I mean? There's no gap there, right? That's not mm-hmm. like Kobe, Shaq, LeBron, tier, 
big gap and then trace me great no trace me great he's in this group okay yeah he's tim oh my god i would tim duncan compared to him not even not even a, this is not a comparison this guy's ridiculous chris ridiculous he deserves so much i don't know why he's not viewed as i'm mean, watching him is just it's amazing it, it's mind-blowing how amazing this guy is and i i I'm glad we have this podcast to talk about him because it's it's special, S- special. Yeah, he definitely gets swept, swept under the rug a lot. Like you, I mean, I know T Mac because I used to watch T Mac. T Mac mm-hmm. was like he's one of the players I used to watch. But like a lot of people just mm-hmm. don't know the greatness of T Mac, and they probably won't. Cause they just mm-hmm. see him on the jump, they just like, oh, who is this? They won't even like go back and watch. Watch well, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, man, what man. if, man? What if? Could you imagine him and James Harden when he was fading? Mm-hmm. Like thirty-two, thirty-three. Yeah. What? I mean, it's. You put him on the Lakers, they have the same amount of rings. When with like if you put him you'd slip Kobe and him, same amount of rings. No difference. Nothing. He they yeah, I nothing, nothing at all. No difference. It's it is it's 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 a transcendent talent. He's, it's what it is. He's more athletic too. Yes, he is more athletic than Kobe. He's taller. I is he probably shoots a three better than him too. I I just I mean Kobe's peeking out like like he never even touches thirty eight percentage from the three point line. Like he literally peeks out at like thirty six, bro. At like thirty one. T Mac did it. Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. Oh my god. Just imagine if they kept Vince Carter and T Mac together, dude. When they were younger, yeah, yeah, they would have gotten it. Yeah, they would have, they would have, they would have gotten it. Yeah, especially in the East, they would have at least made it because Jason Kidd. I mean, you take Vince Carter off that Jason Kidd team, you know, they're not, not making it anyway. So yeah, uh, early two thousand East teams weren't that good. I mean, Allen Iverson did to take that terrible team. I uh, yeah, man, I I feel. I feel so strongly about this. I definitely feel like I had to get it out of me. I've been keeping this in. It's just like it's one of those five minutes watching, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's it's special." Yeah. Uh, it's sad that it's sad that I didn't really remember him like this, but uh, you know, it's what he is. He's he's wow. He just says wow. Uh, yeah. It's sad. It's really sad. Uh, he never we never got to see what his peak could have been because uh, I I. I mean, what if he shoots like Kevin Durant from three? At his peak. Yeah. He's as athletic as he is. It would have been like, oh, LeBron James might be the best player in the league, but he's not the best bucket getter in the league. Yeah. Like it is with Kevin Durant. It would be like Kevin Durant or T-Mac. Be like, uh, I, 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 I don't know. You're right, we'll be but comparing Kevin I, Durant to T-Mac. Yes. That might be the better comparison for him. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, 
I'm so glad. I'm so glad we 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 do this podcast to get to talk about these guys. Every every podcast, there's somebody that's greatly underrated. You know, even sometimes I'm making the mistake, like uh, with Pete Maravich, where you were right. <laughs> I mean, guys like Walt Bellamy. You know, it's it's these guys are. There's a lot of forgotten greats, forgotten super special guys that just get swept under the rug, man. Yeah. All right. You were ready to move on to number three? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the most sad one. Kobe Bryant. Uh, we all know he passed away, which is really sad. You know, yeah. Think about that. I don't even really like talking about it. Um, just so sad. Um, this guy's ridiculous, too. 22 and already averaging 28 points per game. Uh he is super special. He's peaking out at 2005 at 35 points per game. We all know that he made Jalen Rose his bitch and scored 81 on him. Four or five assists a game. You know, he's a good defender, good free throw shooter. And not as good of a three-point shooter as uh, T-Mac, but this guy is super special from the mid-range. His mid-range game is ridiculous. Uh, it's like chest move after chest move after chest move. Uh, we all know his footwork's legendary. We all know the work ethic is legendary. I mean, he's literally inspired a generation work ethic-wise. He was like, man, that guy's about working me. I'm going to have to really get in the gym. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's, he's a extremely high-skilled player. He wanted to be the greatest you know, it, he, he he pushed that. You know, he has rings. He has legacy. He has impact. He's he's an all-around superstar. Uh, you know, I, I love I love listening to Kobe stories and, you know, that type of stuff, too. So this one, I, I really love this guy. So, yeah, what do you have to say? Number three, Kobe Bryant. Uh, Kobe Bean Bryant. One of the... Mm-hmm. I will say one of the greatest players of all time, for sure. Um, prolific mm-hmm. scorer. I mean, he really had this. If I don't, who will? At attitude, right? Like he really was like, why would I? I, I remember seeing something. He would say like, why would I pass the ball when they're not working as hard as me? Mm-hmm. Like he just had that kind of attitude, that kind of killer be killed attitude, that kind of dog mentality. That's why it's called the mama mentality because he really mm-hmm. went out there and always. Always gave not a hundred percent. One twenty, bro. Two hundred percent on the court. Like <laughs> he's he's overachieving at every chance. Mm-hmm. Every chance he gets, he he's overachieving. It's just like mm-hmm. he's just really going above and beyond on the court. I mean, like this guy here. I mean, I remember watching. Uh, when Matt Barnes tried to pump fake him with the ball, and he just stared at him. <laughs> just stared at him. <laughs> he was already he locked in. Swag, swag. He was locked in. I mean, this is literally, you know, and he always went out with a bang, like set sixty points, eighty-one points. I mean, <clears throat> this is. Kobe it's Bryant. like his career was written in a book. Yeah, he has this. He's, he's one of those special. Special players, he just captivated everybody. You know what I mean? Without mm-hmm. being like the, without being like a shack like personality, he captivated everybody with his work ethic, with who he was as a person, and just uh, it's really sad that he's no longer around. Yeah. All right, are you ready to move on? Yeah. 
All right. We'll move on to number two. Now, number one and number two was really, really close. If you want to switch them, cool. Uh, Don't judge me for it. (laughs) Uh, Number two, man, Shaquille O'Neal. This guy is ridiculous. Um, uh, Just in the early 2000s version, him is peak Shaq. So it's like 29 and 14. Like, what do you even do with that? And then he's like 28, 27, 27 for a few years. He's mm-hmm. just, he's ridiculous, man. He is such an interior force through his size and athleticism. And he has more skill than people think, but it's not like, you know, Kevin McHale out there. But his physical dominance is absolutely unbelievable. And the sort of basketball that is the most important trait. You know what I mean? So he he's he's absolutely amazing, man. I just his ability to dominate a game is ridiculous. He literally controls the flow of the game, and he I, I, he's just amazing, man. What do you, what's your take with Shaq? Oh, one of the most dominant mm-hmm. forces to ever touch an NBA court ever. When I'm talking right. about, we have seen a center, and we haven't seen one since Wilt. Dropped 50 points. I think it was 54. Mm-hmm. 54, 55 in a basketball game. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this man has won finals MVPs. This is this is literally the evolution of basketball from Wilt, in a sense. Because he okay. sh- shrunk, but got stronger. <laughs> I mean, we can't we can't mm-hmm. really we can't really gauge how strong Wilt was. We can't gauge how athletic Wilt was. But by looking at Shaq, you got to admit that if he's even, like, it's like one and the same almost. Like, it's just physically, dom- there's no stopping Shaq, unless he turns to the free throw line. <laughs> but there's no <laughs> stopping Shaq. Shaq is going to get up in your face. He's going right. to be a clown. He's gonna drop. Play of force. Fuck is on you. I mean, like, think of this for a second. Like, this is like now when we think centers, we have Shaq to go off of. Like, Shaq is really Mm -hmm. one of the most dominant forces. Like, it's just so crazy how he was able to be so dominant. And then thinking about how the NBA has changed and how the center position has evolved slash devolved, you like. It's just ridiculous. Shaq is really, he, I mean, like, I could, he could go either one or two because it just depends on how you look at it. Shaq really was the best. <laughs> he was right. dominant. He was like it, just pure dominant, like embodied dominance. Right. right. Like, and he stepped it up in the playoffs too. Oh, he won a, He was a winner at heart. Yes, he was. Even young. Shaq I think he's misunderstood. I think he's misunderstood because I I feel like this is the strategy. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're a little aging, but not you know completely falling off like a 35 year old LeBron James. So, uh, um, <laughs> so you know when you have that, it's like okay, I'm gonna put on a little more size. That's when he got really big, right? L.A. Lakers is really big. Yeah. You know, oh two, oh three, oh four. You know, he's big, big. 
I'm going to have way more size and play with so much more force. I'm going to be so much dominant inside. But when you do that, you know, it's a lot of weight on his knees, right? He's going to take a slow in the, during the season. It's not going to work super hard in practice, right? He's going to load management. The guy needs load. Kawhi Leonard does not need load management like Shaquille O'Neal needs load management, okay? Right. He's trying, he trying to be great for the playoffs, man. That's all it is. He had Kobe Bryant to carry him in the regular season. He didn't. He didn't need to be the guy, but you know, when it was in the playoffs, he, he was the guy, guy, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's my idea on why he said that. Because I feel like he's misunderstood. Some people think like, what if he would have really worked hard? Like, how much better could Shaq have been? Like, let ask you that question. I mean, yeah, if he could shoot better, maybe he'd be better. But what more can you do with an extremely strong, athletic seven foot one frame than what he did? Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, it was ex- it maximized his strength, right? Which was his strength, right? Mm-hmm. So he used that to his advantage. He played inside and he completely dominated. Like how much, how much better could he have been? Yeah, I, I, I think, I think some people are like, oh, he could have been like so much better, but I, I don't really see that. What more do you like want he, from him? He did the most he could do, right? I mean, if it wasn't for Will Chamberlain, he'd be my greatest center of all time. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. I think you might have Kareem above him, but I I would have him. I, I, he's special, man. Special. Yeah, definitely. All right. You ready to move on to number one? Yeah. Can we get a drum roll, please? I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I have my left LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> oh, this guy walked in the league at 19 at scoring 20 points per game. Okay. Yeah. Against Sacramento. This guy games. has scored 30 points per game. Uh, 20 at the age of 23, scoring averaging 23, 7, and 8. I mean, come on. That was in 2007 and 8, Chris. Okay. I mean, this guy's ridiculous. Let's let's talk about it. It's it is he's he's already uh passing at that a level of like a seven to eight so like it's different from michael jordan when he was younger because lebron's skill set is more of an evolutionized version of magic johnson mm-hmm. from the from the pure score that michael jordan was so at his younger like michael jordan's inability to pass was exposed in the playoffs but uh it's not that way with lebron james and He's just by tw- 2007, he literally probably is the best player in the league, in my opinion. I mean, what he did with that team, Kobe could not have done. Okay, and if you don't believe he's a scorer at that point in time, then why he scored 23 of the last of 24 or five points in the end of a Eastern Conference Finals game? Like he is amazing. The what he did getting to the NBA Finals in 2007 at the age of 22. So the guy's gonna get better. By 2009. So, you know, he's so close to that Miami Heat peak, which is ridiculous, that at this point in time, he's got to be the best player in the league. And then you you compare that to Shaq, and it's just it, – it's a little different, right? There's no flaws with him like there is free throws with Shaq. And, I mean, his, just, his trump card is his athleticism. His athleticism is a different level than what I think people remember. You have to really watch at least, like, five seconds of highlights, literally. Only takes five seconds to see, oh, my gosh, I forgot. He was, like, Michael Jordan-level athlete. Mm-hmm. Like, he's ridiculous. 
Uh, he's he's dunking on everybody, doing crazy layups, blocking everything. It is, I mean, it's just he didn't have good talent on those teams, right? I mean, I'd much rather have what Kobe had on him, around him when he was winning than what LeBron had. And it's just, it, it's, this guy is, it's just amazing. He's an unstoppable force. He's a great passer. He's just, he's he's so phenomenal as a player. Has no flaws. It's just. Yeah, he's he's the number one guy at that point in time because it's close enough to his peak. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what we have him on. What about you, Chris? Uh, yeah, I completely agree. Um, Goat James is the number one player of the two thousands. Um, he's the number right. one player of the decade. Um, because just like you said, how I've said earlier is just that no other star at his level was able to take what little he had and take it as far as he did. Mm-hmm. Like, we're seeing this guy drop. Right. He hit clutch shots. Who And Kyrie's like, I like to see. I love that I have some. I can look to my left and know that I can pass the ball to somebody who can knock down a, a clutch shot and win us a game. LeBron been doing it before he was even thought of, Kyrie. Stop it. <laughs> LeBron's been doing it before Kyrie was in. Elementary school. Exactly. So don't do that. Anyway, LeBron was hitting clutch shots and going to the NBA finals, going to Eastern Conference finals. He's not. Mm-hmm. He, he's been with. He's been in nine straight finals. Like, think about that for a second. Like, this is goat level things. And then the reason why he's mm-hmm. not achieving, why people will be like, oh, well, I can't give him the accolade of goat of all time because Michael Jordan been in six finals and he never lost. Well, did Michael Jordan go to the finals by himself, or did he have a sidekick? He had Scottie Pippen. Usually a good third piece, too, with Horace Grant or Dennis Rodman. Exactly. Who do you remember from these Cavs teams besides Mo Williams, DeMario Moon at the at one time? We had J.J. Hickson. I mean, like, Antoine Jameson. Antoine Jameson, you had an old, old, old Shaq. Zadrunas glasses. Oh yeah. Harrison Verjao. You had right. Wally Zerbiak when he first Larry came Hughes. in. Larry Hughes. Larry Hughes. Eric Snow. <laughs> I mean, like Sasha you know, Pavlich. Delante West. Delante West. It's crazy how many people Keith remember the from the teams. Booby Gibson. That's because we were were from Cleveland. Yeah. JJ Hickson. Yes, I, I JJ Hickson. Mo Williams. He, oh. he made Mo Williams an all-star. Right. No, Mo Williams is not Chris Middleton. He's not even Chris Middleton level player. It's just He made Mo Williams an all-star. Them. He made Mo right. Williams an all-star. For playing with right. LeBron, he became an all-star. One Congratulations. Time. He got one all-star. He got an all-star appearance. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, this this guy's ridiculous, man. He's he's the goat goat, like really the goat goat. And it's it's close enough to it uh, that he's he's the guy and that that is peak in two thousand nine. Uh, it's really close with Shaq though, because two thousand one Shaq's pretty pretty redonkadonk. So if you want to say that, I, I'm cool with it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that's about it for this podcast. Do you have anything else you want to say, Chris? And then you go to Miami. He he's dropping like 40, 50 points, and it's just like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Like special. This special. guy can score at will. He's really like. Mm-hmm. Would you rather stand in front of a Mack truck or LeBron James coming at you full speed? Because it's pretty much the same. <laughs> Mack truck. I don't want no smoke. 
It's pretty much the same. Paul's life. Come at you full speed. It's pretty much the same. Like, oh my gosh. Jeez Louise. It's just... You want a little breaking news? Yeah. Doc Rivers unsure about Penn Simmons at the point guard position if the 76ers want to win a title. No shit, Sherlock. (laughs) (laughs) It took you this long, Doc, bro? (laughs) Come on, man. You're supposed to be an NBA coach, coach, bro. You're supposed to know how it works, works. Right. Uh, Your job is to coach the team before the season and during the season, not after the season. It's like Ben Simmons out of there. I already knew it. He's gone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, yeah, LeBron James, man, he's definitely really special. Really, really special. Do you have anything else you want to say, or do you want to give him the socials? No, that's it. Okay, yep. So you can follow us on Instagram at underscore addicted to basketball. And then you can also follow us on TikTok at addicted to basketball 9798. You know, we post some good content on both of those. You know, we're looking for more fan interaction. Mm-hmm. Jump in those DMs, hop on those polls. Right. And yeah. Yes. All right. All righty. All right. This is going to be another podcast. Thank you for listening to the part two of our series. We put a lot of work into it. A lot, a lot of, oh my gosh, Tim Duncan 7. Oh no. I was like calling Chris like three times a day, bro. Are you sure? Are you sure? Bro, I'm really thinking about this. Oh my gosh, T-Max or Donkadonk. Right. It was like, Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan. It's like, holy shit, T-Mac, 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 T-Mac. <laughs> Uh, um yeah so if you guys enjoy this podcast guess what next week we're gonna go 2010 2020 the current well not the current decade but last decade this decade that we were really watching basketball chris yeah i mean i'm sure we're gonna go at it i don't know if we have the same list i really don't know we'll have to find out if you want to find out you can come find out come back and listen to our podcast next week it'll be a two-parter we're gonna break it down Yes, sir. You know, yeah. All right, everybody have a good day. Thank you for listening. See you.